Welcome to Contractor Cuts, where we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly of growing a successful contracting company. Welcome back to Contractor Cuts. My name is Clark Turner. I'm Jared Flo. Thank you for joining us again. So this podcast is all about achieving your goals mm-hmm. differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, we coach a lot of contractors. We partner with them. We help them. And one of the biggest things that we see when guys come in is I, tr- I every single year I don't hit my goals. I fail. I want to do this. They have really good plans, right? I'm going to make my first hire. I'm going to get to two million this year. Whatever, whatever it is, they have really good goals that they're setting. Yeah. But then they do what they did last year and the year before and the year before and achieve that goal the exact same way, which is always not getting there. Right? It's the idea of insanity. Yeah. Right? So today we're going to talk about what we're doing wrong, how to adjust it, and the small tweaks you can do to be successful in achieving your goals this year, this that's time right. around. That's right. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the overarching theme for the day. Um, Jared, tell me a little bit about the issue with that, that we're trying to solve. So I, I think what, what it comes down to is – you know, a, a lot of times in this space, uh, especially beginning of the year, somebody's looking at their goals for last year and they're like, crap, like I, I wanted to do this. I wanted to have two hires. I wanted to have an office manager. I, I wanted to be running 10 crews at a time. I wanted this much revenue, whatever, yep. whatever it is. And they go, crap, I, I, again, I didn't do it. Um, and they get to this place where they go, okay, I'm just going to do better. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to mm-hmm. buckle down and I'm going to change everything about how I, how I operate, how I work. And I'm going to do, do this thing. And, and, and they, they don't really, it's not sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. And what happens is that they, they really lean in more towards what they're good at. Yeah. Right. They, they lean into, okay, you know what? I'm going to work harder. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, be out. I'm going to be at more jobs. I'm going to micromanage more crews. I'm going to all the yep. things that they kind of naturally are better at, whatever it is. And there, I'm going to turn the dial up yep. on that stuff, and that's going to get me to achieve the goals that I'm looking. Well, for. and I, I think it even starts with I am going to plan my new life, who I'm going to be now. I'm going to wake up at 5:30 every day and work out. Then I'm going to go into the office and get there by 7 a.m. and start doing this. And then I'll be out on the truck by 9:30, and I'm going to do with this and I'm going to change this. And we're going to start marketing. I'm going to spend a thousand dollars a month on Facebook ads and I'm going to do right. And it's this whole huge plan for the year. And then you get into it and two weeks, three weeks in, you start faint and falling off. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, I have to do this one big job and I'm, we've got to do this because this is so much money I can't say no to and i got to do this. And also now that we're doing – you know, I've got this job that I'm doing my sheetrock because I've got a sheetrock company and all of a sudden now they want painting. I can add painting to my repertoire and I can start doing painting. And I can also – why don't we do trim on this job? Why don't we add that? This is money we're going to get and I want to develop this arm of my company. So I'm going to – right? And so it starts running down this road of product yeah. development of, of what I'm doing on the job site. It's spending your time delivering a product is yes. where it ends up. The The meter goes that direction yep. to I'm going to default to uh, I need to earn more money. I yep. need to bring in cash. And that's the most important thing is that I got to get this job executed. I got to do this thing. I got to close it out so that I can bring in the cash yep. because my goal is to increase by 
five hundred thousand, a million dollars this year, yep. and that's where it ends, it ends up defaulting to. And then you roll around to the next year, and you're in the same space. There's been no growth because you've done the same thing over and over. Two hundred grand more of, of revenue this year, but I lost more money than I did last year, and yep. that, whatever it is, yeah, it, it comes back to the original. And the the question is, and, and where I think we've really helped contractors is holding a mirror up and saying, "Why are you doing this?" Right, mm-hmm. and, and saying, "What." what did you say you were going to do and why are you making the decisions you're making today? Well, I, and they just justify, I'm really good at this and we're got to do this and we're mm-hmm. good at this. So what the, we, the, the things, the things that we find yeah. in that space and, and really while we're asking those strategic questions, what we're trying to get them to see and understand mm-hmm. is what they did is they focused in on the things that they were good at hoping that dialing that up to 110 will get them to where it needs to be. But the reality is they've got an anchor behind them that's holding them down because the things that they're bad at are the things that are causing them to not be able to achieve their goals. And so the the focus is in the wrong place. The focus of I need to do better typically is – I'm going to do better at the things that I'm great at because that's natural. Or the things I enjoy doing. Or the yeah. things that I enjoy doing. And what really needs to happen is understanding that the things that you're bad at are, are have an anchor behind you that are slowing you down. And that, yes, focusing on those things may take time and they don't feel like monetary results. They will get you to the place where your company actually moves further, yep. faster, quicker, and gets you to the goals that you want to get to. Here's a great metaphor. So if you own a company, if you're running a business, if you're a contractor, if you're an, whatever you are, uh, step out of that for a second. Look at me, Jared, anyone as a, as a human, mm-hmm. right? So for me, uh, I am a father. I am a husband. I am a son. I am a contractor. I'm a business owner. Mm-hmm. I enjoy cooking on my big green egg. Mm-hmm. I enjoy playing pickleball with some guys, right? There's there's a bunch of different things that I do in my life that gives me a well-rounded life. Right. And if I'm really good at one thing and I ignore the other things, my life is not going to go the way I want it to, mm-hmm. right? So what we do as contractors, if you were if your business was actually a person, we say, "Hey, I really love my big green egg. I just got it. I'm good at. I'm learning how to smoke, and I can spend 30 minutes watching a a not even 30 minutes. I can watch five minutes of a YouTube video on how to smoke a Boston butt, and then all of a sudden, within you know the next day, I'm doing it and I'm succeeding at that. Mm-hmm. And that feels good. I've learned it. I enjoy it. Everyone, you know, I'm feeding it, my family. It doesn't require you turning the dial up of your energy yep. to do that. It's yeah. just easy. And it's fun yeah. and enjoyable. And I can I can eat it today, right. right? I've cooked something amazing and now I get to eat it right now. And I've got that instant gratification and I'm getting better at it. And I enjoy the, the knowledge and the process of learning that stuff. Yeah. But as a contractor, it's the same thing. I really enjoy painting homes. I really enjoy... Uh, uh, renovating kitchens. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that side of it. Dreaming and, with the client yes. or wh- whatever it is. Right? And, and we're not saying stop doing that. That is a skill that you don't have to practice because you're great at it. Mm-hmm. I'm good at sales. I'm good at this. Great. Continue doing that and, and keep refining that. But when we are in a spot where it's like, I need to learn, I need to grow. That's not where you should go to, to, to learn and grow. At the, at the beginning of the job, yeah. you, the clients love you. You're yep. great at 
dreaming with them, helping them understand their vision, communicating back and forth, yep. and they love you by the end of it. But more times than not, at the end of the job, that same customer is frustrated with you. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Not because your kitchen is ugly. Right. Not because the paint job didn't take. Not because the HVAC doesn't work. Yeah. It's because of all the stuff that you're not focused on growing to be a well-rounded company. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So go, going back to the the example of me as a person versus mm-hmm. a company, right? I've got all of these aspects of my life. And let's say, for me, I, I'm looking at all the aspects of my company, my life, and saying, I'm really not good at being a dad. Yeah, I need growth there, mm-hmm. right? Now, if I can identify that today, which I think most of us can in our companies, start looking at the weak spots. Right. Uh, I'm, I, as long as I got the self-awareness to identify that, that's the first thing I'm going to say, okay, this is something – that needs long-term effort from me, and I'm not good at it. i got to mm-hmm. read books about being a dad. i got to study. I might want to go to counseling to understand my childhood and right. how I was raised and why I, I react the way I do. Right, And there's so much, and I can put a ton of effort in, and it's tiny growth there, tiny, uh-huh. tiny growth. And it's hard, and mm-hmm. it's vulnerable, and it's exposing, and it's uncomfortable. But I, so I don't want to lean into that. Space. But I have a goal that is beyond providing yeah. Right. I, I I can just provide for my son yep. and provide food and clothing and security and yep. safety. I can, I can just provide those and I can do that pretty naturally. Yeah. Um, I, I go to work, I make money. And so I can provide those things. But I have a goal that is beyond that. Yeah. Um, if, if I don't do anything different. He will grow up. He will be an adult, and 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 he'll be fine. He'll probably come with a fair amount of baggage, baggage that yeah. he's going to have to work through. But the reality is, is that I want more. I want to be a great father for him because I see if I can be a great father for him, he can become a really great human being, yeah. not just a, a, a you know a man, right? Yeah. He can be a great human being. But to do that. I don't know what I'm doing. I've yeah. never had a five-year-old before. This is my first time having yep. a five-year-old, yep. right? And so I have to I have to look at – I'm really good at providing. I'm really good at protecting. I'm really good They've at – They've never gone hungry. They've always right. had a bed to sleep in. Absolutely. I'm a great father then. What is – like? I, yeah. what, and, and we, we focus on what we're good at, right? Yeah. I gave – he's always had food. They've always had a roof over their head. They go to school with – What I'm not good yeah. at – is as a five-year-old, he's got a lot of opinions and a lot of thoughts and a lot of arguments. Yep. And when it gets heated to I'm overwhelmed, I'm tired, I'm whatever, when it gets to a hard spot, a lot of times I don't know what to say. I yep. don't know how to help him. I don't know how to de-escalate him. I don't know how to guide him to a better place. Yep. So I'm learning. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the hard work of talking to people mm-hmm. who've had children that are older and they've had multiple five-year-olds and I'm reading books and I'm listening to podcasts and I'm I'm learning to develop the skill at what I'm bad at yeah. and I have to I have to be willing to say yeah you know what I'm I'm bad at that yes but that doesn't mean that I'm bad it just means that I'm bad at that and I have the opportunity to pr- to, to to improve yeah. but the re- the only reason I would do that is because I've created a goal of achieving more mm-hmm. than just sustaining life. Well, and and human nature is I want to protect myself. I want to protect your opinion of me. I don't want people to think less of me. So when we talk to guys that are not self-aware and in this situation, if we're talking about the the person instead of the business and I'm like, Hey Jared, I mean, talk to me about you being a father. 
the first thing you're going to think about and talk about is all the stuff you're good at. Right. Of course. Well, I mean, my kids are happy. They, you know, they love their mother and they love me. And like, we have fun. We have dinner together every night and we do this and I'm good at this. I'm good. Great. That's great. Tell me what you're bad at as a father. Cause right. that's where the growth happens. The growth doesn't happen in continuing providing for them. Kids are, are great in a 1500 square foot house or a 15,000 square foot house. They're going to be just as healthy no matter which one of those are. So right. I don't care about you buying them a nicer house. Where are you developing being a parent? Yeah. Where are you developing a, the emotional connection with them? Right. And so leaning into that stuff and not saying, well, I'm good. I'm good as a father. What they got nothing to complain about. Mm-hmm. They got the dad that shows up at night. They got money to buy their food right? and, and all that stuff. Yeah. When the focus is defensive. The focus is I'm fine with that. That part's good. Now let me get to back to grilling. Right. Right. And that's what, when we see contractors, it's, it's, I, I'm fine. Like I'm good with accounting. My, uh, my, my, my books are fine. I track this. I, I, I blog what I'm doing. I do more than my brother-in-law who doesn't even have QuickBooks. But they've hired five people and they've all left. Yes. Right. And because so they, or, or they're good at that. Or they're at least doing the the bare minimum in their accounting, mm-hmm. and then all the extra time is spent on developing. I'm now going to start learning to paint and and cut and run trim in my houses, right? Where it's like that's great that you are are logging that stuff in QuickBooks. Have you looked at any of the reports? Yeah. Have you worked on the larger scale financial plan for your company? Mm-hmm. Have do you know what a profit and loss statement looks like and how to read it? What about your accounts receivable statement? What about a balance sheet? Have you looked? No, I don't – I mean I don't have time for that stuff. Right. Sure you do. Right. It's – you don't know how to look at it. You don't have those skills. You're doing the bare minimum in accounting and you're checking that box in your But head. you're making financial – you're making company directional decisions yep. that affect your finances without understanding your yep. finances. There's there's all these aspects of running a company and as long as I, I can check the box that I'm doing something there – I'm going to spend my extra time growing what I enjoy doing. Yeah. I'm going to – the grilling or at work, I really enjoy start – like I'm going to start this type of company also now. I'm also going to flip homes on the side because I really enjoy that. When you're ignoring the amount of stuff that needs to get focused, yeah. right? All the things that are decent or not decent or you're ignoring that you don't know how to deal with, you're putting aside. Yeah. And well, and if you have ever had the thought or wondered – You see other contractors, other people out there in your industry, and you know that you're at least equal in skills, um, if not better at what you do than they are. But they're more successful. They've yep. moved further than you. They're, how did they grow to the place where they've got 10 employees yep. and I'm still stuck in this place? Yeah. It is because they have mastered the ability of understanding it's not about me doing what I'm great at. It's understanding what I'm bad at that is the anchors yeah. and removing anchors and working to get those anchors out of the way. Because the good stuff, the things you're good at, you're going to do that naturally. It doesn't yeah. take any energy. You're just going to do those naturally. And most people avoid the things that they're bad at, and they just run in this cycle, and they do the same thing. And every year, year over year, they're in the same space, yeah. and they just can't grow. And it, this is the key to it, understanding that there are things that you're bad at, and you need to focus on those to be able to develop and grow to the next level. The problem that comes in, just like me as a father, I've got a five-year-old. I'm trying to learn. I've talked to you, I've talked to some friends, I've read books, and I have 97 different things that I need to do mm-hmm. and change. And so I'm going to buckle down and I'm going to do all of them. Mm-hmm. And that's not sustainable. And yep. that's that's the place of once you understand 
I, I need to focus on the things that I'm bad at and choose to work and develop those things. Most people say, great, I am not going to do that anymore. I'm going to do all of these things and mm-hmm. and be that different Work person. Work out seven days a week at 530 a.m. That's right. And I'm just going to do that and grind through it and get through it. And it doesn't ever stick, no. right? It doesn't. It doesn't stay there. I'm not going to do the 96 things every day to make sure my kid is well-rounded and emotionally developed because it's just too many. It's, right. And I'm not naturally this way, and I don't understand it. And why am I doing that? So that's why we're getting into how do you do this in your company and in your personal life? Sure. But yeah. how do I take these smaller steps? to where I'm moving towards understanding what I need to do in accounting, right. understanding what marketing should look like, understanding what is my hiring process because I don't really have that, but I'll figure that out when I start hiring and then it's going to be too late. Right. You don't know that because I don't, I don't have skills in that and I've never, I've never flexed that muscle, so there's no muscle there. And well, and here's a concept that, that's interesting and important in this space. Yeah. Um, doing the things that you're naturally good at Doing the things that you enjoy, grilling, barbecue, what, whatever it is, um, you only have a bucket of 100% energy every single day. And everything you do subtracts from that bucket. The things that you do that you put, you have to put energy into that are more difficult, that are harder for you, extract more energy, mm-hmm. right? And so you've only got a certain amount. And so what happens, this is where people peter out and they just, they get exhausted and tired and they go back to what they know, and what mm-hmm. they used to, they default to the other thing, is they keep exhausting their bucket because they've turned it up to past 100. Mm-hmm. And it, you, you cannot sustain that. So what, you, what your goal is, is to identify things that you're bad at, prioritize them in, you know what, I think this is the most important one. Yeah. So with our with our people that we coach, the very, very beginning of that, one of the most important ones is time management, because I can't write processes, understand finances, develop an employee hiring program. I can't do any of that stuff if I don't have the time to do it. Well, in the bucket uh, of energy, we see it. We, we, we know we've only got a certain amount of energy. Right. But we look at it and we say, OK, I a great example. I really am. I need to write down my sales process. I know that my my coach is saying I need to build my processes. So I'm going to really spend a lot of my time today working on uh, sales and how I'm going to do it and how I can train the next guy on it. That's great. You're good at that and you're natural at that. And that you can write those processes in your sleep. Right. Don't spend the first ninety percent of that bucket on doing what you're good at and that you can do naturally. Absolutely. Right. Start with in the morning. I am going to every Monday sit down and look and watch YouTube videos on how to read reports as a contractor mm-hmm. in QuickBooks or in zero, wherever, wherever you do accounting, right? I'm going to spend my first 30 minutes doing that every Monday, a yep. small bite. I'm not going to eat the elephant all in one sitting. I'm going to take one bite at a time, but I'm going to spend the first part of that energy bucket on the things I'm not. Let's take a quick break. Hey, real quick, you're listening to this podcast because you are growing your company to the next level. Getting efficient, building structure, and creating organization is the foundation of growth. We've created ProStruct 360 software so you can spend less time doing paperwork and more time growing your company. Sign up today for free at ProStruct360.com. Whether you're using our free version to send estimates and invoices and getting paid online 
or you choose one of our paid subscriptions that add in sending work orders, email, and QuickBooks integrations, and so much more. Stop putting off what you know is necessary to get to the next level. Take control of your growth at ProStruck360.com. Good ads. Here's a here's a live example of yeah. that that I did yesterday. Yeah. So I have a task on my plate to create something that is non-existent. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. We have no documents. We have no information. It is literally me taking stuff out of my brain, processing through it, and creating something organized to portray that. Yep. Right. That is not something that is naturally easy for me to do. I can do it, mm-hmm. but it takes a lot of energy to do. And I, But I had another task, which was some financial stuff. That's stuff that I like. I enjoy. I'm good at it. I can achieve it and get the dopamine hit that mm-hmm. I've done this thing. And I found myself trying to shift that financial thing to the front of the day. Yeah. And I said, no, 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 no. And I literally went to my calendar and I plotted on there. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to reward myself with being able to do that until I've executed this thing. Yep. Right. And so, and, and and I spent an incredible amount of time and a lot of energy creating this, fabric, fabricating this thing that, I, that doesn't exist. I, I did that. And then I got to reward myself with, okay, cool. Now I get to do this thing that doesn't require a lot of energy and I'm good at, and I get to... Okay, great. I've accomplished this thing. So that's just kind of a live example of exactly what you were saying. One of the things that is normal with when we coach people on time management is that they go from their business, their subs, their their clients, their you know vendors manage their time for them, Mm -hmm. and they're not managing their time. They're just going from fire to fire to fire to fire, and that's where they exist, and that's how they run every single day. They go from that to trying to have time block time on every hour of every day and keep it organized and sustain in it and to do it. I'm going to buckle down, and it it, it fails because there's so much energy that it requires to do that, and you haven't learned the skill to do that well, and it hasn't become a habit. Your habit is chasing after fires when they pop up, Mm -hmm. right? And so how do you implement executing the things that you're bad at? What you do is you you try to change the meter of habits, and you do that by small increments. Instead of creating an entire schedule that I'm going to do this, you do, okay, here are the anchors that I need to be working on and I'm going to put a couple hours a week that I don't move. That's my accountability line that on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 a.m., I'm spending one hour. And yeah. that's it. Three hours out of a 40, 50, 60-hour week, I'm going to spend on that thing. And you just keep that and roll with that. And you do that until it becomes a little bit more natural, a, a little bit more just a part of my week. And then you can add something else yeah. into it. And you take small increments and do that. Well, I, I think when, when I always coach with guys, it's, it's a – just like you're saying, you're not going to go from no calendar to every minute covered right. planned out in your calendar. You're right. just not. You, yeah. you can, but it's not sustainable unless that's naturally how you act. So what you have to do is fake it till you make it. You have to, you have to impersonate the person that you want to be. And that takes a lot of the energy. Right. But the success is not in learning the spreadsheets or building a marketing plan Mm -hmm. or learning how to hire or learning how to manage. That's not the success. The success is 
twice this week, I'm going to sit for an hour and pretend I'm good at accounting mm-hmm. and start leaning into understanding that side. Right. Right. And if you can do that twice a week, even if you didn't learn anything, but you spent that hour twice a week learn, trying to learn, trying to understand, diving into it, looking at YouTube, trying to understand how people are doing it, going through your reports as, a, as an example, trying to understand the financial side. That's the success, and that's the box you're checking of. I spent an hour doing that, and I can't wait till next week because right. I'm gonna spend another hour until I'm really good at this stuff. Yeah. We, well, and and realize realize this: doing things that you're not great at, like yeah. we talked about, requires extra energy. So let's just say that it's double, maybe three times the energy for you to sit down and do the things that you're not good at. Yeah. So every hour that I spend is two to three hours worth of energy that I'm I'm spending. Mm-hmm. Right. So don't create 20 hours worth of I'm going to be I'm I'm going to pretend I'm someone I'm not and just buckle down and do the thing cuz you're doing you know 40 60 hours worth of energy effort yeah put it in small pieces that are manageable yeah. even if you do twice a week and it's you know 6 hours you've still got plenty of 30 some odd hours in a week that yeah. You're doing the things that you're naturally good at. You're getting to get that that dopamine hit of I'm executing, I'm making clients happy, I'm getting to dream with those clients and doing it. But at the same time, I am making small incremental movements of executing change in my company that's going to help me achieve the goals that yeah. I've been trying to achieve, trying to achieve year over year, whether it's finally getting out of the truck whether it's finally getting two, three, four project managers, whatever whatever it is, if you find yourself in a place where you're just rotating and not getting goals done over and over and over every year over year, this is the key to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a great example is our general manager uh, at our construction company. When he was stepping into that role, I was in it and he was coming into it. Uh, I started talking about like what he needs to learn in QuickBooks to be able to read our numbers and see our accounting and understand. And he was like, Listen, I'm not I'm not a numbers guy. I'm not yep. accounting. I'm not good with computers. My wife does our budget for our family. Like I'm just not that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, well, either you're going to learn to be that guy or you can't be in this role. Yeah. Right. And so it, it's easier when you got a boss that's telling you that versus trying to tell yourself that. But for him, it's like, okay, I need to show me what I need to learn. And it was a year mm-hmm. of him learning how to understand, see, you know, all that stuff. And from sitting there and doing it over and over again, now we're a couple of years in and he loves the reports. He loves all that stuff that, that he's able to do because he now is good at it and he's more information on him getting better at building the company. Right. So I, I, I think it's, it's something that's, that's super important to be able to focus on. Well, and, I mean, one, one, of my, one of my clients that I coach uh, had some employee issues where there was it just wasn't working they were just some of his project managers were just there were constant issues and problems and he tried to address those help that person identify his own stuff but what he also did is he started diving in and realizing you know what maybe I'm not a great leader maybe maybe I need to develop my leadership skills and so he spent months reading books, talking to people, watching podcasts and YouTubes of what does a good leader of a company look like? How is that executed? How does that work? And he developed those skills. And and when we had our winter retreat, that was one of the things when we were doing successes, what, what, 
what were the successful things this year? That was one of the things that he brought up. Like, you know what? I, I may not have hit my uh, financial growth that I was trying to hit, but I developed as a leader of this company my skills of leading people, yep. which is going to bear fruit with my new employees. Yeah, the delayed gra- gratification. Like, yep. I'm spent all year doing this, and I now next year, this is going to really help us. Yeah. Right, and that, that's the difficult part. Uh, yeah. If you take, if you want steps on how to do this, I mean, that's that's what we're talking about right now. First off, we love to talk to you because we do it with our guys, and, and having some sort of accountability point. We've got different levels also of how we help and how we coach and how we we give some accountability to our guys. But what what you need to do is a figure out how to get accountability in these mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. whether it's your wife, whether it's a coach, whether a it's a coworker, whether you and a buddy who are both in, you know, own your own companies want to work together on it, find some accountability and then commit to small bites. Mm-hmm. Do not commit to major, major changes. I'm not going to become the best leader by the end of the year, but I will be the best leader that I can in, in one year's worth of growth. That's right. And so That's what right. does that mean? I'm going to read one book a month. I'm going to sit down and do this, and I'm going to start listening to these three podcasts, and I'm going to spend time focusing on that, building this, or whatever it is. Right. Find the things in your company that, make, that would make you a well-rounded that you're not good at. Identify the things you're bad at and start leaning into that stuff and saying, okay, I'm going to take a bite size, uh, bite of this to, to get small achievements once a week. That's it. I'm not going to be an accountant whiz by the end of the week, but by the end of the year, I will have growth in this area. That's right. That's right. Thank you guys so much for joining us and we'll see you on the next podcast. See you then. Bye. Bye.